OTB GAA. One of the fathers was mentioning the cows at half six or seven on the, on the, on the Monday morning. They started crying that we we'll just have to win in the county final yesterday. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Cameron, our own Cameron Hill. That is, that is quite the jersey. As opposed to the other Cameron Hills out there. Yeah, there's plenty of Cameron Hills. If you sure. look up Cameron Hill on um, Google Images, Welcome it's just, I'm, I'm like... The only one. Yeah, I'm like the, the small moon in Star Wars, or the Death Star in this. It, it's all American basketball players, generally African-American. Right. So I'm the small speck in my ah, you're not small, you're not small national school. You're not, not small. small no, I mean, in stature, Shane. Stature, you're in big status. Enough. Yeah, yeah, huge, but you know why? Why a Claremont jersey in studio and not a Connacht jersey? I actually don't have a Connacht jersey. I have a Connacht jersey. No, and there's a very good reason for that. I keep getting them traded, so when I go on away days, I wear like I've been to a few different Ireland games and uh, like abroad, and I always wear a Connacht jersey because you know it's also green and you know better mm. than an Ireland jersey. It's just a fact; they're lovely jerseys. Uh, so much so that uh, I get approached quite a bit asking, can, can I, do you want to swap jersey? So I got this one, this tidy little number, Claremont jersey, um, at the Champions Cup final this year, because we went along because uh, I was with a friend in Lyon, and we said, we go down to Marseille for that. And yeah, so I wore my Connacht training top. You did have a Connacht top, right? A Connacht training top, Shane. It wasn't even a jersey, and someone was like, I'd love a bit of that. A French person? Yes. So you, sw- you give a French person a conic training top in exchange for a Claremont playing jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A beautiful Claremont playing jersey. It's a good deal. Such so yeah. is the status of Connacht, honestly. Um, which is, I can see the, I, I can see why people get so frustrated that we don't Hipster, talk about them. is that the status? Yeah, yeah. But also Maybe just, you know, prestigious in their own right. I mean, we're finally talking about them. The, the bowls of the rugby world, is that what you're saying? Uh, sort of. I suppose like always underappreciated, undervalued as well. Like, there's a reason I think we picked the shortest day of the year to talk about Connacht. Because, you know, just the, the level of disrespect that's shown. But look, we're, we're used to it. We, uh, we let our uh, record speak for itself. And uh, We still have 24 hours in this day, by the way, so, it, I mean, we, we can take our time. Yeah, 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 but the and symbolism isn't lost to me, Shane. Well, was, yeah, Queenie's point, was Queenie's point not, like, on the nose, you know? Uh, you are always giving out. We'll qualify for the bloody Heineken Champions Cup. That is a, a very... Good point, and I suppose when I go over, <laughs> when I go over this year, um, that's probably one of the big disappointments uh, from 2022 for Connacht is that we didn't qualify, and we were kind of, we went down in flames a little bit. How many, how many highlights and lowlights do you have for us? I've got three lowlights and three highlights that I've kind of interspersed because I don't want it all to be negative because you know, in Connacht, it's Christmas. In Connacht, it's raining quite a bit. No. Yeah. Is it raining Galway? No, it never rains at Galway. No. Is there traffic? I am surprised that there isn't, hasn't been a move to like put a roof on the stadium. Because like, if, if you put a roof on the stadium, it would be amazing. And like, you would then, it would just be the venue for everything. Everything would only We don't want it happen. for everything. Why not? You can't not have a good home record though because of the rain. I like, Generally it speaking. Well, that, yeah, I mean, if you've it seen no that video. It no longer suits their style of play. Mm. Like, they, they want to be creative and uh, aggressive with the ball and have... Um, and that have been since Pat Lamb's era. Yes, really? absolutely. So, but we don't. We, you know, the sports ground's the sports ground. If we we could use Pierce Stadium, but nah, nah. It sports ground has its own 
specific atmosphere of Greyhound racing track um, with a rugby pitch inside. Like it's perfect. It's it's so unique in its own way. Are they getting rid of the Greyhound racing track? Pardon my ignorance here. Is that part of the long term plan, or will it always have a Greyhound track? I think it'll always have a Greyhound track. Okay. I think it's just it's a permanent fixture. Um, but no, the sports ground. I don't think you could ever change it fundamentally. If we were going to move or change the venue, we'd have to go somewhere else because the way that um, ground is set up with the two terraces with absolutely no covering or seating at all, it's special because you stand in the rain and you watch Connacht pull off a famous victory against Toulouse or something. Um, that's the atmosphere. We, we don't need the trimmings. Is that the coldest um in-person sporting experience in Ireland at the sports ground. Pierre Stadium is up there. The Dr. Hyde, I remember being at a league match Ross Cavanaghan years ago. It's Navin, but... Navin is for The race course or Park Talton? Park Talton. Yeah. See, there's, there's some horrific experiences. This is, a, this is a good question, so uh, there will be answers to this one. Get them into us. Healy at, Park and Oma is at off the ball I am. When it's raining sideways, sometimes it's right in your face. It's not, not good. Not from uh, personal experience, but apparently the gantry at the Brandywell is the coldest thing ever oh, in the yeah. League of Ireland because it's just a ladder. And it's in the middle of... Well, even the Aviva Stadium, hasn't Nathan and Stewie Byrne had some, had some grim experiences up there in the... In the uh, up there, be cold. ...bins of yeah. the Aviva Stadium. That's okay, let's get back to um, Connacht here. <laughs> right, so the, the, we're going to start with the bad or we're going to start with the good? We'll start with, we'll start with the bad. We'll go somewhat chronologically. So we started 2022, as we often do, with a, a level of optimism. We were uh, riding somewhat high. Uh, on the 1st of January, we beat... Munster 10-8 and that was great because we beat Munster and they were having a nice old crisis which is you know Munster's difficulty is always Connacht's opportunity anyway going into the Champions Cup uh, I think we were we needed a few wins to qualify for the last 16 and we were leading by 18 points against Leicester at the sports ground 28-10 managed to find a way to lose that game in the last minute so we lose 29-28 to Steve Borthwick to Steve Borthwick uh, it's actually your fault look one yeah it is so uh, I wish him a, every great success as England head coach um, we go to Stade Francais we've lost three of our four props in that Leicester game and then two more in the lead up to this game so we had no Dennis Buckley no Finley Bielham Matthew Burke Robertson McCoy Ainger Famuiga um, I mean, at a certain point, I was like, should I offer my services as prop? It, like, is that how bad? Are they going to make a call to arms? Because we are hemorrhaging props, it seems. We're in trouble. Went over. Um, Cardi was phenomenal that day. Really was fantastic. Uh, we were gifted uh, a red card to the Stadist uh, in the second half, and we had an 11-point lead. We were going to win in Paris. This was huge, 31-20. Then Conor Oliver gets yellow, Stad get its second win, score two converted tries and a penalty um, for good measure and we lose 37-31. Just one of those ones where we nearly got there and the odds were against us and turns out the odds were correct. Uh, but it was very frustrating to watch and it was a horrible way to, to end our Champions Cup pool campaign which um, culminated in a last 16 tie against Leinster which was fun until it wasn't fun. <laughs> Connacht okay. always seem to lose in exciting ways, like it's yeah. those leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're box office one way or the other. We are, at like, should I say this? I support Leeds United as well, and it's kind of the same thing where win or lose, they're always unmissable games. Yeah. Jesse Marsh and Andy Friend, mm. similar in those regards. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, next. 
a highlight. So one of the bright sparks of 2021 and 2022 was the arrival of a, an Australian young renegade named Mackenzie Hansen, or Mac to friends. I am a friend. Um, came over to the province from the Brumbies, a real coup by uh, Andy, F or Andy Friend, uh, signed back in April of 2021. And he was exploding out of the blocks. He was brilliant. He scored that wonderful try against the Bulls. Had a difficult start to 2022, missed out on his European debut against Leicester, and then played in the Stade Francais game, was included in Andy Farrell's Six Nations squad, had an amazing game against Wales, nearly scored with his first touch of the game, um, and set up a couple of tries to you know, hand out a fairly convincing win over the Welsh, which is always satisfying. And These are 2022 highlights, right? Yeah, 2022. I, if you had told me Mac Hansen made his debut for Ireland in 2020 or 2021, I would have been like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Is it really this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. He, yeah, he was included. It was kind of a shock. We were like, oh, wow, Mac is good. And clearly, if he's starting in the first game of the Six Nations, he must be really impressing in training as well. Mm. And he was just, oh, he was electrifying. It's so much fun to watch him. Um, I mean, I was in the Stade de France for France-Ireland in February and that game felt like it was kind of getting away from us. And then Joey Carberry restarts, Mac Hansen picks it off and scores a try. Like it was one of the, one of the great whoa moments yeah. um, of 2022, I think of rugby that I've ever really seen. Just turning that game on a dime like that. He has that kind of X factor and he's just, he's a style icon with uh, the long hair flowing out of a white scrum cap. Like we're so lucky to have him. Brilliant guy. I like Mac Hansen then. I and like so, Mark Hansen. And so, uh, it being Connacht, the clock is ticking on where his next move is to, right? When, when does he uh, join Leinster, do you think? Uh, hopefully never. Uh, I don't know if Mac would do that to us. I think he saw the... Have you not had your heart broken enough, Cameron, to know that well, nothing well, lasts forever in this I think he's seen rain. how poorly the Robbie Henshaw move worked out yeah, for him. Yeah, it didn't work out And uh, has decided, no, not yeah. for me. Connacht, yeah. Agalia of McCurry and uh, he's going to stay where he is because we've given them so much. We've given him so much. We, You know, Brumbies, who are they? Australia, what? We gave him a second chance at a rugby career and by God did he take it. Uh, all joking aside though, it has been absolutely sensational and he absolutely looks the part. I can't believe that was 2022 either. Time is a construct of human perception, of course, but it definitely feels like it was more than this year, this calendar year ago. Yeah. That's the impact he's had. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's been brilliant. St started in two of the um, New Zealand tests as well, down there. So, yeah, you know, he's made an impact. France away was his first, or Paris away was his first uh, away game, according to Mark in the comments. Paris, Paris was his first away game. Paris was his first away game, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, he had his home debut of against Wales. Um, moving on to... Uh, hello, Light. Uh, I... I just, I have the title and I'm just going to read it out. We lost 56-8 to Edinburgh. Say that again, Cameron. 56 points to 8. Against to who? Edinburgh. Okay. 50 burger against Edinburgh. Edinburgh. That's not good. No, it wasn't. We were still kind of in search of our Champions Cup berth. We were going to get there. We had to get top 8. This could be a, you know, Edinburgh, they're grand. Mm. We can do this. We'd had back-to-back -back wins over Scarlet Stormers. We were, we were right and high. And then we were leading eight points to nil after 20 minutes. Looked comfortable. Carty running things in attack. Fairly, you know, run-of-the-mill win for Connacht. And then, I don't know what happened. What Mi did happen? Buffelli scored a try and the rest is a blur. And I don't... 
it's not like I hate watched it. Like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm doing this for my, uh, to appeal to my own sense of sadomasochism. Mm. I don't know why I kept watching. I was expecting, oh, maybe they'll get, it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Like we were 21 points state down at half time and I thought this can't go on. They'll come out, second half, it'll be all fine. Failed to gather the restart. Edinburgh score again. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it was. It was like the Ulster game last weekend. It's almost like it could have been worse. I know fifty six eight is mm. horrendous, but I mean, it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. The what's the stop, stop? He's already dead. Meme from yeah. No the amount Simpsons. of deep fried Mars bars can soothe a, a result like that for Connacht fans. No, and it's Edinburgh. You know, if it was like Leinster, fine, we'd um, be fine with this because they are dominant. Expect it. Edinburgh's. That's a team we should be not losing 50, by nearly 50 points to. Keeping with the hipster theme, your next one is the Senior Cup Final. Yeah, yeah, and I picked this just because it's a, a nice little community okay. um, aspect to Connacht Rope because we had our first final in two years, first Senior Cup Final in two years. I think we were the only um, province to have a Senior Cup Final in 2020 because everyone else's was cancelled due to a, a, spec, a pesky little yes, joke called COVID-19. Um, but it, the Senior Cup in Connacht is kind of a special atmosphere. There's two major rugby strongholds in Galway and Sligo, and the, like, the Jazz are kind of running Galway now at this stage. Um, the Grammar, obviously the Kings and Tygo, although Summerhill are coming up this year. But it, there's always a really nice atmosphere. It kind of brings out the tribal, tribalist nature of rugby in, um, at a community level in a way that the AIL does to an extent, but not really in Connacht, because we only have a handful of clubs in it, but um, the Senior Cup is special. It's always been a special atmosphere, and I unfortunately wasn't there. I was trying to make my way over. You were the grammar. We were the grammar. Yeah. yeah. Do you call them the gram or something for short? No, no. That's a, a popular social media app, right, as I sorry, recall. Yeah. Um, the the yeah, but we're the grammar, and uh, we won, and that's also why I've included this. Okay. Um, because yeah, my my brother was on the team, and you know, had a. Had a good game. You had skin in the game. Yeah, I had skin in the game, uh, and you know, Blood I'm well. nothing if not totally biased. What's the Jazz? What the Jazz stands for? They're Colossus Ignage, but they're the Jazz because I think they're run by the Jesuits. Okay. It's uh, yeah. I mean, if they're not, it's ironic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. you know, high level of creativity and nickname. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they gave their nickname, didn't they? Yeah. What colour are the grammar? Um, they're a navy blue and white. A lovely... Bleeding blue and white. Bleeding like the blue. The Leinster school. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the greatest horseplay of all time I heard was at that uh, right. final. Which I wasn't at because I was abroad, but I was listening on uh, on local radio and it sounded incredible. But it's... A schools Cup just reminds you that it's not all... Connacht is much more than just a team in the sports ground. We have a rich rugby culture throughout the province. Very good, and uh, we're helping to illuminate it today. I mean, I'd say the vast majority of people watching have never heard of these schools. Mm. And so your, your work here is nearly done, Cameron. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, absolutely. Two, uh, quick, two quick more bits. We're going to, one bad, one good. Andy Friend stepping away is a big one for me, as in terms of a low life, or low light. Um, he arrived in 2018 after the disastrous tenure of Kieran Keane. Wasn't good, wasn't fun. Um, under his tenure, Connacht have reached both the playoff stages of the URC, qualified for the Champions Cup. We got to the knockout stages and the, the round of 16 first leg against Leinster at the sports ground was a class game. It really was. It was really touch and go. Um, the second leg, not so much, but 
it just shows that Friend really got Connacht when he came in. Um, he kind of carried on the project that Pat Lamb had started. He's got a calm, assured presence as a head coach and subsequently director of rugby. He's like a, the Dick Winters from Band of Brothers role, which is just a real steady hand. Um, Great comparison. Collected, calm, inspires those around him, never really, um, never really gets too shook up by what's going on in front of him, just stays focused even when things are crumbling around him. Um, he's carried on that resist, irresistible uh, all-action brand of attacking rugby that was first pioneered by Pat Lamb. And he's been a great mentor to players like Jack Carty. Um, I remember being at the RDS in 2018 when we played Leinster, and Carty was phenomenal that game. And we ended up losing by two points, I think. And in the press room afterwards, you could just see how disappointed Jack was. But friend was like not necessarily a shoulder to cry on but a good support you could tell that like it was all gonna this was the start of something this was not a huge disappointment I'd like to see less of these uh, managers heralding the exit I know it, like it's nice to have a long goodbye but like we saw with Van Graan as well and Andy Friend it it has to impact on a player when they know that the head coach is stepping down at the end of the end of the season I, I get the point okay we'll, we'll give them a bit of time here people Oh, we're fairly sure that we know who the that the next head coach is in the building already. And yeah. that there's a seamless transition to power here. Yeah, it's fair. I suppose he wants his... This is a different scenario, I think. It's yeah, also it's, not a crisis. Yeah, it's true. And he's, he's not leaving because... Uh, he's not, he hasn't agreed to stay and then changed his mind yeah. when money bags in England have come offering money. Whereas this is like absolute legend yeah, who, has, who has like taken people, built this band of brothers... And um, continue the easy company and anointed a successor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I, I think this is a, is one of those scenarios where it's good that you have somebody sticking around. And yeah, well, long. if anyone deserves a goodbye, it's it's Andy Friend. To be and fair, he clearly has a deep love for the province itself geographically. Like he's talked many times about how much he's really gotten to love Galway mm. over his time there, and like his social media is awash with images of beautiful um, Atlantic Ocean views. So. Yeah, it is sad to see him go. It's really, really sad because he's clearly someone we love and like I feel like that love is reciprocated. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, know, I don't know what his future is or how involved he's going to get. Um, like, he clearly has still has a giant rugby brain, but you know, if you could do worse than, like, you know, help him stay um, in somehow associated with, like, scouting players uh, in that part of the world who have Irish connections. Yeah. I'm sure there's been some conversations around it, but... Okay, and then the final highlight... Uh, having five Connacht players on that New Zealand summer tour was quite a big one. Uh, so we, Dave Heffernan and Keen Prendergast were involved in the Maori games and then Finley Bielham, Bundiaki and Mac Hansen um, on the proper test team. Like that's huge for Connacht. There was a time, like when I started following them and really started getting into rugby, there was a time where Connacht players weren't getting within like 10 miles of an Ireland team. Mm. It just wasn't happening. Um, and we were kind of toiling away on our own, getting the odd victory in a Challenge Cup. Um, the odd player who, oh, he could, he could, he could maybe go over to Leinster and maybe make the Ireland team. That that was like, that was the high watermark for us, and that was what we aspired to. So through a mixture of incredible scouting and a brilliant academy structure, we've started to bring on these players who are are making a name for themselves on the Irish stage. Not and without us winning a huge unexpected level of silverware like we did in 
2016 and then we had a few token Connacht players thrown into an Ireland squad because, you know, they earned it, didn't they? Good on them. Yeah. Like we have these guys going in on merit and really making yeah, these an are, impact. They're not patronising inclusions, they're actual yeah, legitimate like, earned inclusions. They're becoming like crucial to the success of an Ireland team, which is so inspiring like from my perspective and I know from the province as a whole it's just brilliant to watch um, This time next year when we next speak about Connacht on the show uh, <laughs> what, what will you hope to have um, what will you look back on as the highlights? Uh, we'll be looking back on 2023 Challenge Cup win 2023 Challenge Cup win um, Mac Hansen and whether he'll be able to keep up the form after the winning drop goal in the World Cup final mm. that'll be interesting we'll be talking about that and whether you know the it's so wild of him to try it from the 70 metre line as well yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and like it's got whip and dip I feel that drop goal um, yeah I'm hoping we get the Challenge Cup this year to be honest I know we have it within us and it'd be a great parting gift to friend it's in Dublin as well it's in Dublin as well yeah. um, which we're not you know if we could get that move to Galway that'd be great but um, we'll take Dublin. But uh, yeah, I'd like a bit of silverware in his final year and I'd like the Connacht players who are in the Ireland squad to really make make waves at the World Cup. Okay, and over the uh, Christmas break, I think uh, Ulster is, when, this Friday? Yes. Friday and then Connacht on New Year's Day and then the Sharks and then Breathe. So it's like a tricky four to six next fixtures actually. There, I know Ulster will be hurting but I think we can take them at the sports ground. We're, We've uh, a couple of wins on the bounce now between the Challenge Cup and the URC. Uh, yeah, the Ulster just kind of look like a mess. And uh, in post-show meetings, I haven't... Uh, I've made my feelings known about how I feel about this Ulster team. So I think we can do that. The other games might be a bit beyond us. But if we can win, if we can keep the sports ground, at the fortress that it is, um, I think I'll be happy enough. Uh, Daddy Max says Sports Ground Stadium very loose use of the word more like a field meadow or paddock uh, Connacht do need a stadium stadium upgrade says Greg London they're getting it though the College Road and Bohemore Terrace ends are a nightmare on a wet and windy night and um, there you go That's Sports it. Ground Paddock doesn't have the same the Sports Ground Paddock draw or lure to it but does it in fairness like it has it was uh, it was of its time mm. they're fixing it and um, they fixed this, the pitch first so it's always going to be great for them yeah, it's like an AIL ground, but a little bit more, which is kind of the vibe we go for. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you want. Uh, Shifty Lad says, I swear, lads, Ockram is so cold, no shelter apart from a stand that's got a draft in it, it would skin you. Uh, it's relatively high, I think. Am I, am I right in this? Elevation-wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's quite high when you're going from, when you're going up the hill into Rathnew and then you keep going across to Ockram. Um I don't know. Are there some exposed, like even I'm taking a GA pitches up in Donegal, Kilcar being one of them right on the Wild Atlantic Way there. You can see the ocean coming in. They've got to be ex- like extremely cold on a on a certain given day. Coastal temperatures, you know, you know, a bit higher. Sometimes. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, th- th- there have to be some cold, cold spots. We've named a few of them for sure. Yeah. All right, Cameron, good stuff. 24 minutes past eight this morning. OTBAN brought to you live each morning by Gillette Labs for an effortless finish today. On balance, though, you seem relatively... Uh, uh, hopeful about where Connacht are going. Absolutely. Uh, there was a fear at the start of even this year. I was like, oh no, are we going back? Are we regressing a little bit? And now friend is leaving too. This feels like we might fade it a little bit into obscurity. Um, I'm actually reading Warren Gatlin's book at the moment and 
where they came from like because that's sort of the start of the modern Connacht and he's such an integral part of um, their journey and him talking about the community the community is the important part of Connacht and there was a time during Kieran Keane's tenure that I thought oh this is all going to go away again it's going to be Galway centric and the rest of the province is going to be forgotten mm. but Friend has done so much to to bolster that again and I just hope that um, the the provincial board and uh, the higher ups see the potential there and see the importance of fostering that community. I think they do. There's no alternative for them really, and like the best thing for them is for Connacht to become powerful and strong and good and keep producing three to five players for the national team. That'd be amazing. Uh, Justin Flynn says, "Well done, Cameron. Pity the lads were slightly condescending at times. Only slightly." So do you know what, Justin? It's what we expect. Like condescension is the <laughs> is the air we. Breed, unfortunately. I'm even we just have to power I'm through. Colet Green this morning. I'm yeah, but it's a man on Harps jersey. It's a man on Harps. No. Uh, James Gibbons says, "Give Cameron a job full time. You can have Colm's job when Colm joins the Even Show, obviously." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's on his way out, isn't he? I heard. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The contracts are on the table. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar 